Hare Krishna. So we'll have a short class and then we'll do the opening of the gifts. Then after that we'll go out and have a wonderful prashadam feast. The devotees are preparing. There had some challenges this morning. Some of the braziers were not working and so <laughs> we're getting organized. Jai Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jai Gopi Janavallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Girivaradhari Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jamunati Ravana Chari Yamunati Ravana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jayam Vishnabhada Brahman Sakrivradi Chajya Stotar Sri Srimad His Divine Grace Srila Bhaya Charanar Vinam Bhakti Vedanta Swami Maharaj Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Jai Ghantaraj Srimad Bhakti Mahapurana Ki Jai Shri Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai Shri Gaur Bhakti Binda Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Pramananda All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories to the assembled devotees Hare Krishna All glories, all glories Shri Shri Guru and Gauranga Glories to Srila Prabhupada So today we're reading from. Can you give my uh, um, my Japa Mala beads from there? I have my phone in there because I don't think we do have the. What I have in front of me is Canto One. We're reading from Canto One. Thank you. Thank you. So start the class by chanting together. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate 
ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन शलाकाय चक्षुर्मिल तस्म श्री गुरव नम श्री चैतन्य मनोभीष्ट स्थापित जैन भूतले स्वयं कदाख्यम ददाती स्वापदाक वाचकाभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीतना पावनेभ्य वैष्णवभ्य नमो नम नम ओं विष्णुपाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिदातस्वामी नमस्ते नमस्ते सारस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चातिशतारिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासदिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भक्त महापुराण की जाय शिल्पोपार की जाय सो टुडे रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भक्तम कैंट टू chapter 8 and starting with text reading text number 6 today so please repeat after me dhotatma purushah krishna dhotatma purushah krishna padamulam namunchati padamulam namunchati मुक्तसर्वपरीक्लेशोतात्मुष कृष्ण पादमूलांगनमोचतीमुक्तसर्वपरीक्लेशोतात्मुष कृष्ण पादमूलांगनमोचती मुक्तसर्वपरीक्लेशोतात्मुष कृष्ण 
పాదమూలాంగముంచతి ముక్తసర్వరీక్లేష పాతస్వరణాత్మపురుష కృష్ణ పాదమూలాంగముంచతి ముక్తసర్వరీక్లేష పురుషింగ్ బీయింగ్ కృష్ణ ద సుప్రీం పర్సనాలిటీ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ హెడ్ పాదమూలం the shelter of the lotus feet na never munjati gives up mukta mukta liberated sarva all pariklesha of all miseries of life <clears throat> pantaha the traveler swasharanam in his own abode yatha as it were translation please repeat after me a pure devotee of the lord whose heart has once been cleansed by the process of devotional service never relinquishes the lotus feet of lord krishna for they fully satisfy him as a traveler is satisfied at home after a troubled journey so again a pure devotee of the lord whose heart has once been cleansed by the process of devotional service never relinquishes the lotus feet of lord krishna for they fully satisfy him as a traveler is satisfied at home after a troubled journey purported by his divine grace shila prabhupada ki jai one who is not a pure devotee of the supreme lord krishna is not completely cleansed in the heart but a perfectly cleansed person never quits the devotional service of the lord in discharging such devotional service as ordered by brahma ji or narada in the preaching of shrimad bhagavatam sometimes a representative of the lord engaged in the preaching work meets various so called difficulties this was exhibited by lord nityananda when he delivered the two fallen souls jagai and madai and similarly lord jesus christ was crucified by the non believers by the non believers but such difficulties are very gladly suffered by the devotees in preaching because in such activities although apparently apparently very severe the devotees of the lord feel transcendental pleasure because the lord is satisfied prahlad maharaj suffered greatly but still he never forgot the lotus feet of the lord this is because a pure devotee of the lord 
is so purified in his heart that he cannot leave the shelter of Lord Krishna in any circumstances. There is no self-interest in such service. The progress of culturing knowledge by the jnanis or the bodily gymnastics by the yogis are ultimately given up by the respective performers. But a devotee of the Lord cannot give up the service of the Lord, for he is ordered by his spiritual master. Pure devotees like Narada and Nityananda Prabhu take up the order of the spiritual master as the sustenance of life. They do not mind what becomes of the future of their lives. They take the matter very seriously as the order comes from the high authority, from the representative of the Lord, or from the Lord himself. The example set herein is very appropriate. A traveler leaves home to search for wealth in far distant places, sometimes in the forest and sometimes on the ocean and sometimes on hilltops. Certainly, there are many troubles for the traveler when he is in such unknown places. But all such troubles are at once mitigated as soon as the sense of his family affection is remembered. And as soon as he returns home, he forgets all such troubles on the way. A pure devotee of the Lord is exactly in a family with the Lord. And therefore, he is undeterred in discharging his duty in a full, affectionate tie with the Lord. Om Jnana Timirandasya Jnana Jnana Shalakaya Chakshunamitam Yenatasmai Shri Guruvenama Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Nama Krishna Goswami Nama Dhutatma Purushaha Krishna Padamulam Namunchati Mukta Sarva Pariklesha Pantha Swasharanam Yatha a pure devotee of the Lord, whose heart has once been cleansed by the process of devotional service, never relinquishes the lotus feet of Lord Krishna, for they fully satisfy him, as a traveler is satisfied at home after a troubled journey. Hare Krishna. So this uh, verse um, was chosen today because today, is Christmas Day when um, people around the world celebrate the holy appearance of Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, we can see in his example how he was born to parents um, who were very pious, very pious parents, amazingly pious parents. If you hear the story of uh, uh, Mother Mary and uh, uh, what was Jesus' father's name again? Joseph of Joseph, Joseph of Nazareth, right? I would say. Um, just amazing, amazing pastimes they had in their lives before this wonderful son was born of them. And we can see there was a, a family situation: mother, a father, and a son. And 
how the son grew up and then left home, traveled. Uh, it's actually a fact that he traveled to India. Yeah, and he met with great sages there because it is in the association of devotees that one will gather what is called the saffron particles of dust from the lotus feet of Krishna because it is at the feet of Krishna that all auspiciousness, that all happiness, all great results actually are at the lotus feet of Krishna. We say at the dust of the lotus feet. This is not ordinary dust. This dust, uh, they're like saffron particles. They're very, very fragrant. And each of these particles of dust is an amazing devotee. So it is actually the devotees who are at the lotus feet of Krishna. Devotees like, as Srila Prabhupada describes here, Lord Jesus Christ. In the scriptures it is described, Ekela Ishvara Krishna, Arasabhavritya, that Krishna is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead, the one and only original Supreme Personality of Godhead, and all other lords, all other Ishwaras, uh, serve at his lotus feet. They are actually his servants. Every one of them is his servant. As we can see here, Lord Nityananda is described as a servant of Krishna. Uh, although he himself is none other than Lord Balaram, who is in every way equal to Krishna. Uh, in fact, in the twelve forests of Vrindavan, seven of the forests are uh, governed by Lord Balaram and his consort Revati. Five of the forests are governed by Krishna and Radharani. So we can see of the number of forests, the majority of the forests actually are taken care of by Lord Balaram. And he has his own Rasalila and his own gopis and has his own flute and his own peacock feather and everything else. I mean, you know, it's like they have his own program going on there. Very powerful person. He's actually the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. Yet, he's described here in the purport by Srila Prabhupada <clears throat> as a servant. So this is actually the proof of the statement that Ekela Ishvara Krishna Arasabhavritya. And that everyone is actually related to Krishna. Krishna says that. That Mamevamsha Jiva Loka Jiva Bhuta Sanatana That everyone, every uh, uh, living entity is actually a part and parcel of Krishna. And that some of these are actually expansions and some are expansions of expansions like that. Some are Vibhinamsha, some are Swamyansha. Swamsha, Vimnamsha means they're very insignificant. Others are quite powerful, like that. The powerful ones are called Vishnu Tattvas. So, in this family situation, um, I was reminded of a pastime uh, where Mother Yashoda, um, you know, she always so much is always thinking about Krishna. What can I do to please Krishna? How can I look after Krishna nicely? So Krishna had grown up and he was now a young adult. And so Mother Yashoda felt that, you know, it was time that Krishna got married. That she should marry him off. But, you know, Krishna himself uh, has two types of pastimes, you know, Swakya and Parakya. 
in the Swakia pastimes, you know, he is the son of uh, Mother Yashoda. And there's a family situation. Nanda Baba is the father in the village of Nandagao, like that. Uh, and then in the forest, Krishna has his friends, uh, gopis, the gopas, like that, the cows, the, cow herd, the calves, like that. And there, he's not married. So when the time came for marriage, the question became, who are you going to marry Krishna to? Because there are very many qualified personalities. But the Yashoda was very much uh, uh, smitten by some of the the, the, uh, the uh, wonderful girls in Dwarka, actually. And he thought maybe some of them should get married to. One of them may be the right person for Krishna to get married to. So obviously there was a bit of a, uh, a conundrum here because Krishna has so many friends, and how can he choose which one he's going to get married to? You know? And so, uh, Hare Krishna, welcome. Mother, uh, Purnamasi, who is none other than Yogamaya herself, made the arrangement that, you know, how like this, when a, a qualified lady is getting married, they have what they call a swambara. So qualified, uh, Princes and others come and they compete for the hand of this wonderful girl. Who's going to get married to this girl? So this was like a, a reverse swambara. <laughs> this was Krishna who was going to get married. So the question became who would get married. So Mother, Mother Purnamasi decided let's invite everybody to Vrindavan. And let's figure out who we will get Krishna married to. So at that time, now the gopis are in both these camps, the Swakya and the Parakya camp. So the Swakya gopis, the gopis who are actually uh, from Vrindavan, they all came, including Lalita, Vishakha, Tungavidya, like that, Chitra, all these wonderful devotees, wonderful girls, wonderful boys. They all came. And lo and behold, there's another group that came from the forest to the same village. And these girls were exactly the same. There was Lalita on this side, and there was Lalita on that side too. And this Lalita was in the Swakya pastimes, the other Lalika was in the Parakya pastimes. And people were astonished. How can they be like doubles, you know? And the doubles were astonished. Lalita is looking at Lalita and thinking, who is she? She looks just like me. You know. And the other one is looking at her and thinking, who is she? She just looks just like me. And uh, so... Because the resolution had to be made, who was going to get married to Krishna? So Mother Purnamasi decided this was the best way to sort this issue out. And people will come to know the opulence of Krishna, how great a personality he is. Because the thing about Krishna is, Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. In fact, when we chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, one of the meanings of the word Rama is supreme enjoyer. And Krishna is the supreme enjoyer. So everything he does is actually for the purpose of creating more enjoyment and more enjoyment. He's just like the, that's, that's the, just the personality is. Whether you're in family life or you're in unmarried life, the idea is that Krishna wants us to be happy. And whichever way we look at it, we are all family of Krishna. And so, as family of Krishna, we notice that in our own lives, where we have wonderful families that we are part of, 
Sometimes it, some families are a little challenging, but often we come from good families where, you know, the families are nice families, uh, nice parents, nice uncles, aunts, you know, like that. There's a nice clan and everybody's part of the clan and, you know, uh, when you go to work, you put the photograph of your wife or your husband or your dog or your cat. These are all family members, you know. They're all part of the family, right? And so you put them there and you remember them. Even though it's very hard at work because you have a severe boss who makes you work very hard and you really don't believe in his product and service anyway, but, you know, you're going to do it because you need some money. So you go to work and you earn money and you suffer the inconveniences of working. Harder than that is if you run your own business. Because when you run your own business, it's a lot worse. Because now you have to take full responsibility of everything. You have to make sure the business succeeds. At work, as an employee, you not you don't have to take full responsibility. You have to take a portion of the responsibility. And even that is bad enough. Imagine taking full responsibility, right? It's a lot harder. But you see that there are businessmen who actually, and employees, who work very hard. They suffer a lot. But they're okay with that suffering because somehow it is going to be pleasing to the family. That way we'll be able to take care of our children, we'll be able to take care of our wife or our husband or our dog or our cat or whatever else, or whoever else is in the home. You know, like that. So, Prabhupada gives this very wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, example of how Today, of course, we have the internet and so you can sit at home and do business, you know. You can bring in customers from all over the world sitting at home on your computer. But when the Bhagavatam was written, when the Bhagavatam was spoken, it was actually Dwapar Yuga. In Dwapar Yuga, there was a better way of doing business. We may think this is the better way of doing business. This is actually not a good way of doing business because you become lazy. As it is, we are born lazy, right? Manda Sumanda Mateo, we are born unfortunate, etc. Now you're sitting in front of the computer and all you're doing is you're actually becoming more lazy. You're becoming lazier, you know? And you become a bigger cheater, you know? And everything else, all the wrong things multiply nicely in front of a computer, you know? Through a computer. But at that time, people were adventurous. They would go out and they would go to very difficult places to actually make money. And, you know, face very amazing tribulations in their lives. Just like now I can see the example is of the missionaries, right? The missionaries sometimes take a lot of trouble. In our case, Hare Krishna devotees, the Sankirtan devotees sometimes take a lot of trouble. Often take a lot of trouble. If you hear the stories, Sankirtan stories uh, of different devotees, you will hear some amazing, amazing pastimes where devotees took so much trouble. So much trouble. One that comes to mind is uh, Russian devotees. You know, in Russia it was very hard to become a devotee because the government, even today, very much against anybody becoming a devotee. Uh, but at that time it was like severe. They would kill the devotees, you know, if they could get an opportunity. And the devotees were not giving up. So the Russians devised the scheme that when uh, devotees would have children, they would... Uh, kill the children in front of the parents, smash the child's head in front of the parents. I mean, that's unbearable. If you think about the level of pain the parent is going through at that time. 
these types of difficulties, why did these devotees go through all these problems? They did it purely out of love for Srila Prabhupada. Because they could see that Srila Prabhupada had taken so much trouble too. If you, if you read the pastimes of Srila Prabhupada, we can see how many difficulties he went through. In fact, his life was so much filled with difficulties, a lot of people felt, why do you have to do this? In fact, some of them even convinced him, stop it, don't actually, you're taking too much trouble. You're an old man. You don't need to take so much trouble. But why was Srila Prabhupada taking so much trouble? He was taking so much trouble because it was the order of his spiritual master. And he knew that if I fulfill the order of my spiritual master, at least make an attempt to fulfill the order of my spiritual master, Krishna will become happy. And then, that is what gives us memory of our original uh, uh, our original family in Vrindavan. Because we all come from Golok Vrindavan. That is where our original family is. And so, all of these like paintings we see on the wall, everything in Hare Krishna is to remind us that we actually belong to this wonderful family of Lord Sri Krishna and Lord Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu, one in union and one in separation. And that everything that we do is actually for the purpose of remembering that and pleasing Gauranga Mahaprabhu, pleasing Lord Sri Krishna. This is why we do anything and everything that we do. And any amount of trouble that we have to go through in the process is not something we focus on. We just don't focus on the troubles. We focus on pleasing the Supreme Lord. We focus on fulfilling the order of the spiritual master. Guru Krishna Prashadapaya, Bhakti Lata Beach. That we then become happy in the process. And now, because we have different natures, some of us are going to be very strict in how we do these things. We're very, very strict. We follow the principles very strictly. We do everything in a way that is truly, you might say, renounced. Giving up uh, uh, material engagements, giving up materialism in every way. And there are others who, on the other hand, look very materialistic. They do things very materialistically. Prabhupada actually uh, uh, made it very clear to us that it is the intention that is most important. What is the intention? If our nature is that we are weak personalities, even then we can still have good intention. We can have the intention that I always want to please Krishna. And as we do that, Krishna says, Dadami buddhi yogam tam. I will give the uh, understanding by which you can come to me. Deshami vanukam paatam, ahama jam tam, nashyami atma bhavistu, jnana dipena pasuta. That he will then destroy the ignorance in us. And as the ignorance gets, gets destroyed, our activities become more purified. And this is why each and every one of us who is a devotee should very much look forward to becoming old. Which is not the case with non-devotees. I mean with people who are not into devotion. I won't call them non-devotees because everybody is a devotee. But they're not into devotion. They're into their own material lives. They don't want to become old. Because when you become old, then you know you can't do some things that you can do when you're young. But the devotee actually looks forward to becoming old because as we become old, we do become wiser. We do become more settled, less in the mode of passion, more in the mode of goodness. 
and then tinges of more to pure goodness appear. And then we realize this is where the real happiness is. The bliss is in Krishna consciousness. So today, being Christmas Day, we can see in the example of Jesus Christ all of things that all of it what I just said is actually true. Lord Jesus knew that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. He knew that we all come from Golok Bindavan. He himself was meditating on that himself. He actually even said to people around him that you're not ready to hear. There's so much for you to know. You're not ready to hear. And I will come back again in another life and explain this to you in a way that will become more complete in your understanding of God consciousness. And the most complete understanding of God consciousness is Krishna consciousness. And we can see how many troubles he went through. It is described that when he was carrying the cross, that he was actually sweating blood. I mean, that's amazing, to sweat blood. That's very painful. That's a very painful situation. To be hung on the cross, nailed to the cross, spear put through your heart. I mean, these are very, very difficult circumstances, but Lord Jesus never gave up. He was always thinking of Krishna. Even as the spear was going through his heart, he said, Oh Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He wasn't thinking, he was always thinking about others' happiness, about how he can, how we can actually, how he could in any way serve others for their happiness. And at that time, like today, what is it that most people are interested in today? What's the number one thing people are interested in today? Money, right? Yeah, sex life, you can say money. Sex life is the real reason, but money. Everybody's into money, money is the honey, right? It was true at that time too. People were very interested in wealth at that time. And what did he say when he was given the coin? Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Because it's not the coin that is going to please you. It's not the money that's going to please you. And as devotees, sometimes we fall into that trap. Because we need money. So we fall into the trap of actually becoming so interested that we compromise our religious principles for the sake of earning some money. You know, we sometimes see people come to the temple as dollar signs. How much donation this person is going to give the temple? Or give me? Or whatever. At the time, it was the same. When Jesus was there, it was the same. The same thing was happening. It always happens. This always happens. But for Jesus, he was not interested in that. He was interested in loving God. His interest was love of God. Therefore, his message was love of God. His message was nothing else but love of God and the chanting of the holy names of God. In everything that he did, he promoted these as the principles of life. And today, it's the same. Srila Prabhupada, when he came, it's exactly the same. It was love of God and chanting of the holy names of God. Exact same principles. In fact, many people feel that Prabhupada is the second coming of Christ for the Christians. Because a lot of Christians joined when Prabhupada actually came. And they felt fulfillment in their Christianity. Some from Muslim faith felt fulfillment in their Islamic faith. Many came from the Hindu faith, felt fulfillment in their Hindu faith. By coming to this ultimate point, the Jews felt fulfillment in their Jewish faith. Ultimate fulfillment is actually love of God and uh, and the Holy Name, who is none, none other than the Lord Himself. So, when we come from that point of view, that we're, everything that we're doing is for this wonderful family that we are part of in the spiritual world. And here we've come 
to do some business. And our business is really to serve others. Parupakar. Parupakar means to do work that is for the benefit of others. This is actually the purpose of human life. To serve. We also say to be served because we're also human beings, so we have to be served as well. To serve and be served. To love and be loved. To give happiness and be happy oneself. These are described as the purpose of life in in the scriptures. So, uh, we're very fortunate that Srila Prabhupada came to the West, came to India, came to the West, and actually brought this science that today we can get together and have nice family like what we have here in Dallas of devotees, nice family of devotees, who have so much love. And today is very nice in some ways because, you know, we all bring gifts for the Lord. And everybody has nice prashadam together. You know, it's a celebrative mood like that. And it was occasioned by a personality who actually suffered a lot, Lord Jesus. So we remember him and we thank him for taking the trouble, taking so much trouble to actually bring Krishna consciousness to this world uh, at whatever level that he saw fit at that time. Because the guru knows best when to say what. And the guru is the way. That's why Jesus said, I am the way. The guru is the way to the Supreme Lord. He is the doorway through whom we can actually get to Krishna. Hare Krishna, I'm going to stop here about five minutes before we start opening the gifts. And then by nine o'clock we should have done opening gifts and then we'll have some nice prasadam. Anybody want to say something or ask any question? Yes, uh, Mother Nandini. Do we have a f- uh, mic that can? There is. Krishna. Hare Krishna. So, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Thank Prabhu. you, bro. Thank you. So, um, I have these, I have this pocket Vedas on my phone. Pocket Vedas. All of yeah. Prabhupada's books. Mm. And so I did a search about Jesus Christ. Nice. And there are innumerable purports oh, yes. where Prabhupada mm. praises Lord mm. Jesus. And I just thought I would read one from the Bhagavad Gita please, 1155. Please. And the translation of this verse is, My dear Arjuna, he who engages in my pure devotional service, free from the contaminations of fruitive activities and mental speculation, he who works for me, who makes me the supreme goal of his life, and who is friendly to every living being, mm. he certainly comes to me. Yes. And in this purport, which is very elaborate, uh, and there are countless purports where Prabhupada, uh, because Prabhupada was not sectarian. No. He was not dogmatic. He could see that in some of the purports he praises Muhammad. Yes. Even. So in this particular purport, which there are many, the, uh, he speaks about, um, about People who risk devotees, who risk their everything mm. for the service of the Lord. Mm. And he says the favorite example is Lord Jesus Christ. He was crucified by the mm. non-devotees, but he sacrificed his life for spreading God consciousness. Of course, it would be superficial to understand that he was killed. 
Prabhupada says. And in one other beautiful verse I might mention here, just if I may, uh, because it's a very it's a very famous verse. Mm. Um, and this is the verse about Tiktiksha Karunika. Ah. And of course it says the symptoms, this is three twenty five twenty one in the Bhagavatam, and it says the symptoms of a sadhu are that he is tolerant, merciful, friendly to all living entities. He has no enemies. He's peaceful. He abides by the scriptures, and all his characteristics are sublime. Um, and, and finally, in this one purport, Srimad Bhagavatam 17, uh, 117.22, this is when... Um, when uh, Parikshit Maharaj is traveling about and the bull has been, you know, uh, maimed by the personification of Kali Yuga. And, and, and the king says, oh, you are in the form of a bull. You know the truth of religion. You know, you, you are speaking according to the principle that the destination intended for the perpetrator of irreligious acts is also intended for one who identifies the perpetrator. You are no other than the personality of religion. And in this purport, Prabhupada says, Jesus Christ was seemingly put into such great difficulty being crucified by the ignorant, but he was never angry with the mischief mongers. In this way of accepting a thing either favorable or unfavorable, thus for devotee, the identifier is equal Equally a sinner, like the mischief monger by God's grace. Nice, very good. Thank you very much. So anyone who uh, has the inclination today to do a little search about the uh, pure devotee of Krishna who came to deliver God consciousness uh, to the world, it's Prabhupada always describes according to time, place, and circumstance. And he also says... In a recent purport, I read that there are more incarnations of the Lord than river than waves on a river. Ocean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Hare Krishna. That's true. Thank all you. All glories to Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, all glories to Lord Jesus. All right. Great. <coughs> Thank you for the nice class. Sorry I was late, but I think I have an appropriate question. When we talk to Christians and we preach to them, or even any other member of any other religion, how much should we talk about their own religion? In terms of, you know, or should we keep it just about Krishna and Hare Krishna preaching? I think we can show the parallels between the two. <clears throat> it's always good because that creates a link, you know. When you show, create a link, it allows them to understand what we're saying. So for the link, purpose of the link, it's always good to actually show parallels in the different, and show that this is all coming from the one original supreme personality of Godhead. Ultimately, we want to unify everybody under the flag of uh, Lord Krishna, Lord Gauranga Mahaprabhu, like that. So it is a good thing to actually uh, know other faiths as we talk to people of those faiths so that we can actually encourage them to come together like that. It's always a very good thing to do. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Yeah, that's true. You're moving them along, exactly. Very good, very good. Thank you very much. So it's now already 8.30, it's 8.32.
So we'll stop here. Vanchakapa, Thrivishya, Kripasandhubhya, Evacha, Patitanam, Pavanibhya, Vaishnavibhya, Namomna, Jai, Shri Prabhupada, Ki Jai, Thai Gopi, Manandhubhya.